Welcome to Making Nerds Cringe with Matt and Thad. We're a podcast that retells comics' greatest stories. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it poorly. Do it. (laughs) Yo, do it. So I kind of feel the need to explain our show real quick for the audience, for people who haven't listened. I go through a comic book story, and Matt does not read the book, in case you haven't figured that out yet. I don't read many books, especially the older ones. No, no, I actually, I'm well-read, but I don't read, like, comic books. I especially don't read the old ones. So a lot of this stuff is just total, you just hit me in the side of the face with a frying pan. Yeah, he sees it for the first time when I bring it up to him. And he is reactionary, and at the end of the story, he gives it a rating, whether it be good or bad. Or indifferent. Yeah, could be five because we do ratings out of ten do it do it do it so matt what have you been watching this week well iron fist what iron fist whoa um i'm trying to go back and i'm trying to visit some of the stuff that came out over the last two three even four years and kind of catching up on it and i'm really not like a sheep follower right i don't follow the crowd so like when something new comes out and i'm really my interest is peaked i watch it but like when something new comes out and i don't really know much about the character and i'm i don't really care especially if it doesn't fit into like the the multiverse or anything like the shows are now because when a lot of times they did these shows originally they weren't really fitting into the movie lines like they kind of did but they didn't they were like one-off characters and they never yeah so uh, my wife actually picked out Iron Fish. She said, hey, this looks kind of cool. And we're through like four or five episodes. Um, and it is awesome. It is awesome. I I like it. That's contrary to popular opinion. Well, what I'm finding with people is that I guarantee that people talk about it and they say, because I'm not into the character. So if it's not character appropriate, like comic book appropriate, then... I wouldn't know that. So if that's a negative, then I guess I'm oblivious to that. That's fine. What I'm liking is that the character build, the storyline, slow burn. I like it. It's not just action-based. Like, you, these people that don't like it, they probably tune in. They're like, oh, it's a Jet Li. Like, he's going to just, like, start whooping people's ass. Well, it's yeah. not. It's more story-based, and it's more into, like, developing the character and letting you understand the the deeper portions of like the character build and yeah. I dig that. That's cool. Well, I yeah can't say that I watched it. So okay, maybe uh, you've convinced me to maybe give it a shot. It's good. It's good. Do you want me to give you a little premise? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so basically, a kid and his dad and another family uh, they own like this giant. Well, the kid doesn't, but he his dad does owns like half of a, like a giant company they're going somewhere and they're in a small r jet plane like a small like 20 seater plane and the plane goes down crashes and spoiler everybody dies except for the main kid and everybody thinks he's dead and he winds up making his way back to new york and he's in in like his mid-20s 
and he stayed with like monks this whole time. So people admit him to like a mental hospital and then they're also trying to say that he's still dead because then he's a rightful like half owner of like this giant company. So they just want him dead and it's fucking awesome. Really? Yes, it's Danny Rand and I am team hashtag go Danny Rand. Holy cow. Yeah, that was (laughs) timed well. Okay, well, I know. Talk to me. I know that. You went and saw the Morbius movie, and so did I. Yep. And another movie that has had terrible reviews. Yep. Yes, it's a movie that that the critics have been tearing an asshole through. Yes. And I went and watched it, and I personally do not understand why this is happening. Because I personally... I can't say I loved the movie, but I really liked it. I loved the visual effects of yep. Morbius, like when he was like, you see the air moving, and then he works up to fly in, and he seems like a very powerful character. Yes, like he could probably tear an asshole through Spider-Man if Easily. he wanted to. Dude, my stepson was like, "There's no way he could beat Spider-Man," and I'm like, "Whoa, I don't know." About I'm that. like. Uh, he tried to say that Spider-Man was just as powerful. And I'm like, bro, he punched through a ship's cast iron door. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was like three punches. Like, boom, boom, door went flying. And it's like, that is some real power. And that's like without him ingesting blood yet. Right. And he has strength. He has incredible speed. Intelligence? Yes. He is also a doctor. And he could fly. The echolocation? Right. My only problem with that movie was the post credit scenes um and i think, i didn't understand them yeah i i think that's where people are drawing their hatred from because it really made no sense i don't no. know if you want to talk about it or not but um one thing i will talk about that bothered me and i brought this up in multiple groups is this was a highly anticipated sought after movie until it was pushed back. So it was supposed to release in like October, which this movie is right. built for that time frame. It is it's more of a Halloween horror type. It yeah. fits into that genre more than a superhero movie. So like it dropping in October would absolutely make so much sense. Why it got pushed back, COVID, yeah. I have no idea. Maybe Disney's behind it. I personally think there's something going on with Disney trying to bury any of these like universes outside of Disney and they're uh, trying to make them look bad. But when it is so anticipated in October and then when it gets scheduled for April 1st, the next year, and you're talking not even that long after it got pushed back, people are like, Oh, this is about to be a joke. Like where all of a sudden did the, the flip and nerdum come from where everyone's like, yes, this movie's about to kick ass. Then all of a sudden they're like, no, I heard this movie's going to suck. Why? Why the why the switch? And then when I seen the movie, I'm like, okay, there. It was good. It, it was good, and it was it was laid on a silver platter. It wasn't necessarily like hard to figure out, which is something I heard people talk about. But when you have these peripheral characters, a lot of times they have to do that because most of the watchers don't know anything about Morbius. Yeah, you know they don't know Midnight Suns. They don't know Werewolf by Night. They don't know that Spider Man and him have like you know, uh, a rivalry, but then they have also teamed up. 
and they don't know that Blade has tried to track down Morbius, but they've also teamed up. Like, he is oh, an really? integral part in the Spider-Verse, and these people that are huge Spider-Man fans, and I, I'm the guy that doesn't know shit. I know who Morbius is, right? Well, yeah, I think it's your favorite character. It's one of my favorite Marvel characters because he's a vampire. It's that simple. Yeah. But, you know, my father-in-law said that it, the movie was stupid. But the funny thing is, is I told my wife right away, I said, Chuck, that's his name, Chuck, you're not listening to this, I don't even tell you about this podcast, so whatever. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but I, I right away was like, Chuck won't like this because he doesn't know who Morbius is, so he's going to say the movie sucked because he doesn't even know who Morbius is. I see. Okay, I want to start giving these mini reviews that we're doing ratings out of 10. Just ratings. like our episodes. Yes. What? So, Matt. What is your out of 10 rating for the Morbius movie? The movie? The movie to me was a solid 8. It was a solid 8. I There was a lot of like, there was some underlying jokes there. He calls himself Venom. Yeah. Did you hear him make fun of um, Mark Ruffalo and Hulk? No, what did he say? I had to tell you about the Venom thing too when I left the movie theater. Or no, yeah, because I seen it after you, right? You seen it the day before me. You seen it on a Saturday. I seen it on, I think, Sunday. Yeah. Or vice versa, Friday, Saturday. So he refers to himself as Venom when that guy's like, who the hell are you? And he's like, I am Venom. And he's like, no, nah, I'm just kidding. Get out of here or whatever. And Huh. Well, then he makes fun of Mark Ruffalo and the Incredible Hulk. How was that? I didn't see that. I missed that. Because he goes, and I quote, I can't remember in retort to what it was because when I heard it, I like lost it. I was the only person in the movie that that was laughing because I have no idea. People were just like caught off guard. I don't know because it was it was in there. He said, "My secret is I'm always hungry." Oh, instead of saying, "That's yeah, my secret is I'm always angry." angry. Oh. Yeah, Mark Ruffalo, fuck you, Mark I Ruffalo. I see. Okay, okay. You give it an eight. Eight. Okay. Solid. Solid eight. Visual effects? I, I really like the effects. The plot was fine with me. I'm going to go with a 6.5, I'd say. I think uh, it wasn't the greatest thing ever put out there, but it does not by any means deserve to be run through the mud like it is, and I'm sure there's an ulterior motive there. Yeah, and people are shitting on Jared Leto, like Leto, however you want to say it, okay? I'm not talking the actor is Jared Leto. I'm talking about the performance as Morbius. Yeah. He fucking killed it. He did a great job. Yeah, I thought so. You know what I mean? Like, he played the guy that's in pain very well. And then you have to think as a guy that's constantly in pain and he isn't really around people a lot, he's kind of socially awkward. And it plays through even when he's this powerful character as he's not like this all of a sudden he's this brash hero, you know, cocky motherfucker. His friend is, yeah, you know, but his friend obviously has a different personality, but it still sh- kind of shines through. Um, I don't know. I thought he did a great job. I thought so, too. It doesn't deserve anything it's been getting. Okay, hey, Matt, I think we have some shout-outs to do. Yeah, uh, like always. You know, around here we have an LCS, and our LCS that we – typically work with a lot and not like directly but they definitely deserve a shout out rad raptor check them out there on instagram they do uh live comic auctions on wednesdays from like seven to nine 
you get some great deals. I got like some $40 comics for like 10 or 15 bucks there. They're signed by illustrators and stuff. And that's up in Adrian, Michigan, right in town. You dude, definitely check them out. Definitely, definitely check them out. Hey, I got to give a shout out to happy hour podcast. They're a podcast where they don't particularly talk about much other than drinking alcohol and talking about movies and comics and everything pretty much their own life experiences and we are in talks of uh maybe getting on their show i don't know i think you'll have to uh tune in and find out happy hour podcast last one that i definitely want to talk about cedar box comics been hooking us up um we have some things yeah. in the works and a lot of this stuff has been kind of moving really fast but cedar box comics on instagram um, I think their first live show is April 13th, about 8 p.m. Check them out. They're sending us uh, like these gift packages, and then we're going to turn around and we're going to use that for like giveaways and, and different things of that that nature. So for real, um, they're super legit. Check them out. You know, you don't have to like tell, us, tell them that we sent you or anything like that. Just check them out. You know, we're just doing our due diligence, and it's about that cross-promoting and networking. And, um, you know... Something that's been kind of pulling on me recently, and I, I don't necessarily want to take a bunch of time on it, is the podcast community in general. Um, when we did this, we weren't sure if it was going to be, you know, four people listening to this multiple times. We'd have about 10 listens. Um, and we're not, like, blowing the cover off the ball by any means. <laughs> but, like, I mean, today... Thad uploaded, uh, what time did you upload? About five or so, something like that. Like, yeah. You know, and here we are, we're, you know, just a few hours away from that. We already have 10 listens where two months ago we were going to be happy with 10 listens total on an episode. <laughs> uh, and it's the podcast community. It's the Twitter community. It's, you know, um, all the guys that are involved in, you know, some of these circles, Inner Circle, uh, the Apocalypse. Um, Thad has a ton of people that he's communicating with through Facebook, the Instagram community. I don't know how many listeners we're getting converting over to the Instagram community, but we tend to use those platforms for different things. You know, Instagram, we legit put like comic stuff on there and then we'll just mention our, our podcast once in a while in, in people's comments or, uh, we'll message them and say, Hey, it looks like you're into some cool shit. Check out our podcast if you'd like. But the entire community, from podcaster to podcaster, no matter if it's uh, comic-related or not, they're super supportive. And so yeah. this is kind of like me just giving a shout-out to that community. And Thad has seen it, too. It's like it, it's just kind of growing, and we're not even sure what to think about it at this moment. It's amazing. Thank yeah. you. Oh, yeah. That's right. If you like our stuff, why don't you tell somebody? It'd be great. Hit the for bell. Us. That's right. Hit the bell, dude. <laughs> Hit the plus on the fucking bell. Get yeah, notified. man. We, we need more people listening to us. We don't want to do this for just a few people. We're doing it for the mass audience. So the last shout out I want to make is to a podcast called The Last Comic Shop. And I've been mass listening to these guys ever since I've discovered them. Fucking cool, aren't they? <laughs> yes. They are very knowledgeable people. And they cover a lot of ground as to where we don't really. You should all give them a listen. Last Comic Shop. Hey, welcome to the Last Comic Shop Podcast. A comic book podcast that actually talks about comics. Yep, each week we open the shop up and read and discuss a comic. Sometimes we pair that up with comic book movies or TV shows. 
or not, lots of times it's just comic books and sound effects. Oh, yes, definitely lots of sound effects. So tune in on all the major podcasting platforms to the Last Comic Shop Podcast, or check out our library of evergreen shows at www.lastcomicshoppodcast.com. Hey, I heard we had picked a winner for our Batman TMNT poster. Yep. So anybody who likes and follows us, you better check your email. Yep, check your messages, check your emails. We're going to be doing giveaways, and we're not going to necessarily put it on the actual podcast. We'll just put together a handful of comics and say, hey, bitches, fucking like our shit, get some free comics. So, Yeah, that's right. Dude, come on. You know what I'm saying? What's our tagline? Follow us or I'll follow you home, right? That's a thing, okay? All right, I have this new marketing thing, Thad. Yeah. This, um, and I, I've actually put this out there for people that are trying to grow their podcasts, okay? So I'm, I'm just going to lay it out there. What's that? If you threaten random acts of violence in return, if they listen to your podcast, you won't do these things. It seems to be working. It works on guys at work. Like I walk by a guy at work and I'll say, hey, man. You listen to our new episode, and they'll go, oh, yeah, uh, it came out like a few days ago, right? And I'll go, yeah, you know, it's Monday. It came out on Friday. Hey, if you don't listen to it pretty soon, I'm probably going to slash your tires on your truck. And they kind of look at me, and I'm like, yeah, you know, that's (laughs) – is it worth the tires on your truck, you know, just to listen to our podcast? Like, so it's been working. That's a great – it's a marketing strategy. I'm not sure that they teach that in school or anything, but (laughs) – Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I've threatened to like choke people out and stuff like that. Like, hey, I might choke you out in the bathroom if you don't listen to our shit. Okay, we we'll leave that to you for um that marketing ploy. Okay, it does work. It does work. Uh, I will keep that in mind. So today we are doing Wolverine, Volume Two, Number Sixty Six and Sixty Seven, which is the start of Old Man Logan. Dude, you talk about an underrated movie. Oh, Logan? Yeah. I, oh, yeah. Well, I think it got pretty good reviews, but... Oh, I I think people love Logan. I, I don't think anybody has lost any love for that. That is an excellent movie. So what do you think about the cover here? Okay, so you have bloody claws out of hand. You have what appears to be some sort of dinosaur? Yes. Is that fucking Captain America skull? That is dead Captain America. I always love when a Captain America is dead. (laughs) There's flaming arrows, and there's an old school uh, car that looks like it belongs in twisted metal. Yeah, right. And the Hulks. I love it. Oh, yeah, the Hulks are in here. This actually takes place in Earth 80712, which is not the 616. How many fucking Earths are there? Infinite, I believe. Anytime they want to come up with a alternate story, they just make up another Earth. What Earth am I from? <laughs> one. Earth one? Yeah, I believe. Are you sure? Yeah, I think so. Is this, this is the storyline. The Hulks have eyes. This is the story of the Hulks have eyes. <laughs> I recall you saying that. I have a hell of a memory. Yeah. I don't know how I... Typically, I'm half-wasted by the end of these things, but hey. Yes. So <laughs> so we we recently did talk about the incestuous Bruce Banner 
in Earth 80712. And he had produced a lot of inbred children. So we will get into this shortly. It starts off with Wolverine 50 years prior to the start of this story. Beat to hell, walking up a hill. We don't really know what's going on. The info boxes say... Nobody knows what happened on the night the heroes fell. All we know is that they disappeared in evil triumph, and the bad guys have been calling the shots ever since. What happened to Wolverine is the biggest mystery of all. Some say they hurt him like no one ever hurt before. Others say he just grew tired of all the fighting and retired to a simpler life. I don't buy that one. Well, either way... He hasn't raised his voice or popped his claws in close to 50 years. His old friends barely recognize him now. He's, he's not looking so good. So we cut to current 50 years after that. We have Wolverine on a horse riding back to his current home. And he is a farmer now. But he's thinking back to that 50 years ago after what happened, which we don't know yet. He's laying beat to shit in front of railroad tracks. Wow. Yes. Dude, that's... <laughs> that's fuck... That is intense. <laughs> I know. I And he's he's not, like, restrained. He's yeah. just kneeling in front of a single track. Like, he's not in between two of them, but he definitely has his head in the danger zone where he's like, yes. just kill me. That's exactly that's, how he's feeling. That's suicidal. Yes, right. he looks... Ex- extremely downtrodden. (laughs) Right. So back to current times, he rides back to his home, and we find out that he is married with children, and he's a farmer, and they are struggling to make ends meet. He's a hog farmer, actually. Bacon. Yeah. Mm, Bacon. (laughs) Ron Swanson would be happy. Well, this is how bad a shape he is. His boy says, The tractor broke down again, Pa. I tried my best to patch it up, but I reckon we need a brand new engine. You want to be old man, Logan? Well, unless you got some magic beans to sell, I don't know how we're going to get one, Scotty. Scotty? He named his son Scott? So what do we do? Some heavy lifting, I guess. (laughs) Abe Donovan said he wouldn't give me 20 bucks for the pigs. I told him they was clean, but he just wouldn't take the risk after last time. His wife walks up and says, Can't say I blame him. How many did he lose? 500? So he sold some bad hogs, apparently. What are we gonna do, Logan? I'll think of something. So, uh, they go and they have dinner and, um, They're trying to figure out what they're going to do because the tractor broke down. That's a man that has given up. (laughs) Well, he is actually talking about selling his son's Xbox. What? Yeah. Don't touch. Don't do it, Dad. Don't do it, Dad. Actually, his wife was talking about selling his son's Xbox. An Xbox? Yes. And and. I'm sorry, we can't say Wolverine here. It's Logan. It's fucking Wolverine, though. It's Logan, it's Wolverine. He doesn't go by Wolverine anymore. Logan says, 
We are not selling children's toys, Maureen. <laughs> Maureen. Maureen says, Just some ideas, all. Rain is due in two days' time, and we got nothing else worth selling besides. The kids know how tight things are. Kids are like, We don't mind, Paul. We hardly got time to play with it anyway. I am not selling my children's toys. That's a peaceful dinner. Okay. And his daughter says, My friend Becky's mom was saying you used to be a superhero. She said you was in some kind of team before the bad guys took over. Is that true, Pa? Maureen looks back, staring intently. You tell Becky's mom there's no such thing as superheroes. Now be a good girl and pass me those bread rolls. It's bold. Bread rolls. He likes his bread rolls. Yeah. Most, most people do. When you go to Thanksgiving, every Thanksgiving, the person that's supposed to bring the bread rolls, if they forget them, 90% of the people there lose their shit, including the kids. They're like, hey, where's the fucking bread rolls and the Hawaiian bread rolls? <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. Oh, yeah, man. You can't have a Thanksgiving dinner. I know this isn't Thanksgiving, <laughs> but you can't have a good type of dinner like that where if you're expecting bread rolls... Yeah. You can't have it without bread rolls. Now, he has bread rolls. He's pretty fucking pissed. He's got the spoon, like, halfway to his mouth, and he's, like, looking out of the side of his face. Like, just shut your fucking mouth. Tell Becky's mom, shut her fucking mouth. Pass me the bread rolls. And then he adds a please just because he's old man Logan. <laughs> From the looks of it, I think they're fortunate to have bread rolls. They're eating, like, cabbage soup with bread rolls. Right. And they made the bread they, from scratch, <laughs> from sand and, like, fucking creek water. Yes, they're painting a pretty good picture here of old man Logan being a poor-ass poor boy. <laughs> I've been there. It's actually how I grew up. So later that night, Maureen goes up to Logan and says, You know, Jay didn't mean no harm. Only natural. A child would be curious about what her father used to do. Don't be angry with her, Logan. She's just a little girl. It's not the baby I'm angry with. It's myself. How could I let things get this bad? You know what they do when you don't make rent? You heard what happened to that family over the ridge? But they missed payments three months in a row. This is our first time in over 20 years. It doesn't matter. They can't look weak in front of doom. And the kingpin and all the other landlords, they have to punish people. <laughs> Just tell them they'll get double next month, Logan. They'll understand. I'm sure they can be reasonable when they want to be. And we find out who we're dealing with. These are Bruce Banner's grandchildren, Maureen. They don't do reasonable. <laughs> so we find out that who they're dealing with is Bruce Banner's grandchildren. Two days later, Logan comes out of his house, and his boy is loading a shotgun, anticipating a fight. Not <laughs> any type of shotgun. Right. Should you break it down, or you need me to? Uh, that's double barrel. That's a double <laughs> barrel, which means, for people that don't know much about guns, that's a side-by-side, -side because the one with the barrel on top of the other barrel... Is called an over and under. The side by side 
break action is serious fucking business. And actually, if you work it right, you can fire both barrels at once. That's a motherfucker. Yes. So Logan tells his boy to put the gun away because it's not going to fly with the Hulks. So the Hulk gang arrives, and usually it's just the girl Hulk, but this time they already somehow knew that Logan wasn't going to be able to pay. So she enlisted her two brothers to come with her to extort Logan. Do you want to describe the Banner children? (laughs) Okay. We have three of them. Yeah. The girl, whatever her name is, she dressed in like a halter top kind of thing. Looks like she has a baby with her as well in that picture. There's a baby. There's a baby. Oh, yeah. There's a baby Hulk. Okay, so we got Hulk. We have multiple generations of Hulks, but she looks like that girl that you kind of knew in school that was not super popular. And also was just, like, angry at everybody for no reason. You're like, yeah, I used to think you were cool. But then, like, for some reason in eighth grade, you turn into a raging bitch. That's her. Yeah. The guy on the left is straight up a hill jack. Straight up. He's a creek billy. Uh, He's got a tank top on and the trucker cap with a fucking porn stash. Not in porn shape, if you know what I mean. He's fat as hell. He's got the shit kicker boots on. And a fucking giant belt buckle. Thinks he's cool. He's kicked back on his... Looks like they're driving around freaking, like, you know, bathtubs or some shit. Bumper cars or something. I don't understand what the fuck those are. These guys are fucking idiots. Yeah, yeah, but he looks like a dumbass. And his jeans are about to rip just from him lifting his leg. So it's like, okay, chill out with the fucking nut huggers, bro. You know, (laughs) buy a couple of sizes bigger and fucking chill out. Uh, your future kids, if you can have any with your testicles that close to your body, you're raising the temperature in there, so your sperm count's low. So, the fuck out of here. And the guy in the middle, he looks kind of menacing, but he also looks like, you know, the lead singer of, like, I don't know, I'd say, like, Panic like- at the Disco. <laughs> oh, he's 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 got the all black. He's got the black painted nails, a Hulk. Have you a a version of the Hulk with the black painted nails? Yes. He's got the uh the biker like wrist like the spiky wrist, and he's got the uh I don't know if they have wallets in this time period or if they've just converted completely over to crypto. So the wallet's kind of like just for effect. But uh he has like the chain going to his back pocket. Like the fuck are you doing? But he's wearing all black and it looks hot as shit and it's dusty. So like why you're wearing all black and he's got like the comb over. Yeah. Right? The black hair comb over, and he's got, like, the choker collar and rings galore. So, yeah, he for sure, he at least sings for Panic at the Disco. That's yeah, that's a real thing. And honestly, I don't know for sure, but there's a four on these bumper cars that they're driving, so I'm assuming that it's old Fantastic Four tech is what I am assuming. I didn't even catch that. Yeah, there's a four on them. Jesus, look at that grill. Yeah. Whoa. She it's has... like fucking Beetlejuice. Yeah. <laughs> it's like when Beetlejuice smiles and there's fucking roaches. He's referring to the female Hulk here. I still think she's female. I think so. I don't know anymore. <laughs> okay. I will read. Call her Bianca. 
<laughs> just call her Bianca. No offense to anybody with the name Bianca. Yes. Okay, Bianca says. <laughs> yes. That's right, Wolverine. Now we'll cut to the chase here, Logan, because we know you don't have this month's rent, which is why my brothers are here today, too. You met Otis and Charlie. Once or twice. Well, you being such a badass all those years ago, they were worried this might turn nasty. Of course, I tried to explain you were a pacifist now, but you know what brothers are like. Otis says, Are you ready to take your punishment? Runt or do what we got to flatten your crappy little form. And Charlie says, You deaf old man! Are you ready to take your beating? He don't look very manly to me. And Otis says, Dude, (laughs) let me do this one. All right, go ahead. You deaf old man! Are you ready to take your beating? This punk trying to tap his off. <laughs> so we find out through this conversation that Wolverine is now a pacifist. And Wolverine seemingly pops his claws for the first time in 15 years. Seemingly pops his claws. Looks and, painful. And Otis... His eyes pop wide open like, oh, shit. (laughs) And Wolverine slashes the fuck out of Otis right through the gut. (laughs) Maureen says, Logan, holding her child. Get the fuck in the house, Maureen. But the problem is this is only in Logan's head. Yep, that's what I was thinking. Yep, that wasn't real. (laughs) And Otis pummels the fuck out of Logan and beats him to a pulp. And Charlie's like the bitch he is, comes back and is kicking him while he's down. He's even got a... I thought he had shorts on. They're not. That's just that big of holes in the (laughs) knees of his black jeans. Fucking Deja. Yes. So Wolverine's boy finally pulls that double barrel out. And screams, get your hands off my paw. And they don't take him very serious. They just hop in their buggy and and say, you know what? Next month, you're paying double. Logan is laying in a a pile of his own bloody um, blood. His own bloody blood. His his bloody blood. And the um, Hulk's fly away. (laughs) That night, an old friend pays a visit. I recognize this guy, but I don't know who he is. Do you? I have seen Take a guess. Face. Take a guess. I don't have it. I don't I don't know. I'm not that versed in a bunch of characters, but well, I've seen that face. Have you? With those glasses in something and I don't know what it You're is. You're going to love this, Matt. It's old man Hawkeye. I like it. He is now blind. Well, the bow business isn't working out anymore, <laughs> is it? Yes. He comes to Logan with a business proposition. But before that, you realize now that Logan is still beat up. Yeah. That proves that his healing factor is kind of taking a shit on him here. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm seeing that. It's it's tough to look at, but he's not dead. No. Which means that, like, he's still pretty close to indestructible. He just takes oh, yeah. forever to recover now. Right. like, that Hulk 
was a giant Hulk. Like, I know people can't really see the pictures, but, like, that was a big-ass Hulk. Oh, yeah, every bit as big as maybe the original. So Hawkeye is very concerned about Logan's well-being, and he has a business proposition. He asks Logan to come with him on a trip across the country, and he will pay him $500, which is more than enough, apparently, to pay double what their rent is. <laughs> I'm looking forward to the future. Yes. So I don't think Logan thinks he has a choice here. There's no money coming in. All his hogs are diseased. You know, his tractors broke down. Even though he's a pacifist, I think he doesn't have a choice, and he has to go with Hawkeye. Here. He's at the lowest low. Yeah, he's at his lowest point. Rock bottom. That's right. He's hit rock bottom. So even though he'll have to leave his whole family behind to travel to the other side of the country, he agrees with Hawkeye. But there's a problem here because Hawkeye has been running drugs recently, making trips and running drugs, and Logan assumes this is why he is going on this trip to haul drugs across the country. He lays down some ground rules because he is also a pacifist and he is only going to be the driver for his mission. So that's where it kind of kicks into the movie a little bit, huh? Yeah. Like, yeah, like I didn't plays, think about that. I mean, Hawkeye doesn't make an appearance really in that movie, but... He's just like a driver. Right. Like that's his main job. I think it's kind of cool how the movies do that, and they borrow concepts and stuff like that. That's cool. Yeah. The next morning, Wolverine is finally healed up, and Hawkeye apparently stayed the night. And they go out to what Hawkeye is driving, and we come to find out that it is the Spider-Mobile. <laughs> what? <laughs> the Spider-Mobile. Built by Johnny Blaze, given to Peter Parker Spider-Man, and years down the road, Hawkeye won this in a poker game. The old school Spider-Mobile. Oh my what does it look like? It looks like a Jeep. Yeah, but it's fucking lame. The paint job is lame. I mean, well, it kind of yeah. it fits the book. It really fits the book because everything's like really basic. Nothing's super flashy or anything. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah. I'll be honest, I mean, it's got, like, the battering ram type thing, like what cop cars have on the front of theirs, but it's on the front of that Jeep, and it, right. it has a drop top, or, like, just no top. It looks like it has no top, just no top, so if you're driving around and it's raining, you're basically fucked. <laughs> so Wolverine hits the GPS, and he tracks a route. I want you to name off some of the locations here that we see on the map from California to... So they're starting off in Sacramento, correct? Yeah. Yep. Then they're going through San Francisco. Then off to Hammer Falls. Cedar City of Champions. Fisk Lake City. Then to Rock Springs. Paste Pot Creek. Electroville. Mount Rushmore. Des Moines. Not to be confused with Des Moines, Mutant Forbidden Quarters, Chicago. They don't go through it, but they stay south of it. Yeah. Uh, 
Osborne City. Oh, Osborne City. Norman. Doc Osborne. Ock. That would be Green Goblin. Pim Cross. <laughs> and then ending in New Babylon. New Babylon is actually New York. Boo. So we're going to continue on to issue 67 here. And uh, there's the cover real quick. So you have a dead Cyclops. <laughs> yeah. Love it. Yeah. Daredevil. Oh, the thing. He blended into the background. Thor's hammer. Thor. Who the fuck is that? Is that Rey Mysterio? But dead? That could be Miss Marvel in her original costume, I believe. And then Captain America and Spider Man all deader than fuck. Yeah. Like like deader than fuck dead. Like shriveled up, crumpled fucking sack of bones in a pit, in a fucking shallow grave. Sad. It's fucked up. Yeah, it's a little fucked up. It is fucked up. So they're cruising along. They're, they've started their journey. Roadkill. Yeah. Roadkill. <laughs> do you know what I mean? No. What do you mean? The reference. Twisted Metal. Oh. The car. Roadkill. Yeah. That's similar. It's so yeah. similar. That's kind of what's going on right now. Yeah. And Hawkeye is, um, you know, saying, man, we're going to make it because I have the Wolverine with me. But Logan is like, I'm still is trying to keep saying I am not that person anymore. I haven't even used my claws in 50 years. And Hawkeye says, hold on. I have something to visit. Did you say there is an impairment of Hawkeye's? Yes, he's blind. Why the fuck is he driving? <laughs> Why? Why is he driving? <laughs> well, and he has he has dark well, <laughs> enough shades on that in the middle of the day are too fucking dark. They're too dark. Uh-huh. He has the Ray Charles's on with black paper taped to the inside of him so you can't see a fucking thing. And he's driving around like this. Yeah. He's, that... he's driving a vehicle. And is what? Say it again. What is Hawkeye? Blind. He's blind. Why is he driving? Well, he's heading for a cliff, and Logan is shitting a brick here because... He can't fucking see! Well, yeah. (laughs) God! Yeah, you're right. Why the fuck is he driving? I'd be better off with fucking 24 seltzers in me than this guy. And what does Hawkeye say as what you should be aware of? Would you relax? Chill out, because the spider buggy can just fly off cliffs... It can actually... <laughs> the fa- Logan's face. <laughs> oh, fuck. Right. It can... Um, and he's, cr- he's cracking up, dude. This is... Can, can that be... It can act- yeah. Can that be the thumbnail? Yeah, that's true. We <laughs> could do that. Please. That is, it, that is fucking classic. That's it, me and you in life. <laughs> me, you. <laughs> yeah. Me, you. I would say... <laughs> so the... So- <laughs> So the spider mobile can actually stick to the cliffs and and just kind of roll down them. He's Hawkeye's not worried at all. It's what? spider buggy, dude. He's she fucking take bl- her share of knocks. <laughs> he's driving and he's blind. I mean, what the fuck? Well, yeah. So they pull into San Francisco by nightfall, and um, are the Giants playing night game? <laughs> I don't. Happy it, opening day, people. In this dystopian future, I don't believe. But 
They pull in, and against the wall, they see ugly yellow creatures. Well, one of them sees. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. (laughs) (laughs) I, I won't keep doing that, but it's like I forgot that he was blind when they took off at the end of the last issue, and then it's like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> they are moloids. The creatures that Mole Man summoned way back in the day. Who is Mole Man? Oh, man, do we got to get into Mole Man? He's actually a Fantastic Four villain that lives underground. No way. Not Mole Man. He yeah. doesn't live underground. There's no way. <laughs> Imagine that. Imagine that. And he, he has this race of creatures called moloids. And in... They've evolved, obviously, from the 60s a little bit. They're a hell of a lot creepier. They're not wermoles. You know I love me a wermole. <laughs> no. In D&D, I've always tried to get my character to have a pet wermole, and the DM was a fucking douche. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> Come on, man. It'd be so cool. You carry a wermole around your pocket. It's like a miniature werewolf, but it's a mole, and it fucking bites people's ankles and shit. I would read the old man Hawkeye. Did they do an old man they Hawkeye? They did an old man Hawkeye, yeah. Really? Yeah. I want to read that. He looks fucking cool. Yeah. He's probably a lot cooler than young man Hawkeye. <laughs> he just don't give a fuck. Okay, I believe they're just looking for a place to crash here, to be honest. It's, it's night. like fucking yeah. Fallout. Right. It's... But who could sleep with fucking moloids running around? Them things are ugly as sin. God. <laughs> God. I mean, what do they do? Are they just, like, fucking annoying, or are they powerful? I, th- I think they just dig because they're moloids. Ooh. <laughs> Watch out. Got a group of gardeners over here fucking digging around. Right. So they enter a building, and Hawkeye is still reeling about how he's not worried about an attack because he has Wolverine with him. And Wolverine reassures him one more time that he is a pacifist. Um, For the lepers, <laughs> can you explain what a pacifist is? Somebody who doesn't fight, who doesn't argue, who doesn't get angry. And I did say lepers because that was uh, paying homage to Dumb and Dumber. All of a sudden... God a, damn! A group of motorcyclists called the Ghost Rider. It looks like the Ghost Rider Corps here. There are heroes and villains in Earth 80712 that are have taken on the mantle of certain superheroes. It doesn't mean they have their powers. It has they have their bikes or they have the bike, but I don't necessarily think that the Ghost Riders have. The powers of the Ghost Rider. Okay. What the shit is going on? I mean, these guys look cool. They look cool. This future is like all the superheroes are dead and people collect the artifacts of the old superhero. Gotcha. Right. Yes. That's why Thor's hammer was still just chilling. That's right. Nobody can Nobody fucking, can fucking move pick it, it up. <laughs> it's can. coming in this issue. It's coming. Nobody can move it. <laughs> Got to move it, move it. So the Ghost Rider Corps comes up swinging chains at Wolverine and Hawkeye and kicks the shit out of Hawkeye in the face. 
Well, he didn't see it coming. <laughs> he didn't see it coming. Because he's blinder and shit. You know who this guy looks like? <laughs> you know who he looks like? Who's that? Papa Shango? I don't even... Is that a wrestler? Yeah. I thought so. Uh, looks like Jamie Madrox from Twisted. Off of uh, ICP's record label. Oh. Do you know yeah. who I'm talking about? No. No, no clue. Okay. Wait, <laughs> wrote, may I? Yeah, go ahead. Um, yeah. From Twisted? Oh, yeah. <laughs> right? Yes. Right? Yes. It's just like fucking Jamie Madrox. So the group Twisted comes after Hawkeye and Wolverine. And Wolverine, the pacifist that he is, turns tail and runs away. <laughs> Wait. Wolverine runs away. Right Run, here. Runs away. He runs away. He's a pacifist. The problem with being old and being a pacifist is that you're not willing to commit violence. You're also slower than fuck. <laughs> Probably so. I mean, all he's been doing is farming for 50 years. Yeah, he's strong, but he's not making like children. fast. No. So this Jamie Madrix feller... <laughs> Whips a chain and wraps Logan around the knees and trips him up. He falls down, and once again, Wolverine gets the holy dog shit kicked out of him and does not retaliate. This is killing me inside. <laughs> I know. I know it is. This is absolutely <laughs> like I'm getting sweaty palms. Okay. It's going to make it so much better when you know it's coming. <laughs> yeah, because the berserker gene is still within him. Right. You already know it. Like, I mean, some people possess the berserker gene. They build it up so much that, like... I mean, he's getting destroyed. Oh, the look on that face. Yeah. As long as he's not having a vision within his head, the look on that face says, I'm really close to ripping your esophagus out. That's right. And your trachea. <laughs> he's going to He's gonna take the... Two, and he's going to separate them These and guys. use one as a sippy straw for a Capri Sun. <laughs> These guys have no clue who they're dealing with. Why don't you read uh, Logan right there at the top? I will never hurt another living soul. You can do what you like to me, boy, but I refuse to strike you back. Oh, God damn well, it. that's pretty stupid. And he uh, takes a spiked baseball bat and impales Wolverine. Now, they're turn their sights to the spider buggy. Like, what's in here? What is Hawkeye hauling? And they left Hawkeye alone just enough. Holy <laughs> shit! <laughs> that he wielded his bow, and we find out that he, even though he is blind, he can hear enough to shoot arrows, and he fucking pecks one right <laughs> through the fucking nose. That is an amazing panel right there. Yes, it entered. Okay, so you have two men. One is standing in front of the other. The man standing in the back witnesses the man standing in front of him. An arrow come from behind both of them, strike him at the top end of the backside of his skull, entering out of his nostril. And he is like, holy fuck. One member of Twisted Down. Yes. <laughs> Monoxide Down. Jamie Madrox still alive. Hawkeye gets arrows in on all three of the Ghost Riders in a fucking bloodbath. 
Why are those douchebags wearing Punisher coats? Are you sure them are Punisher coats? Well, kind of. They're kind of like fucking mocked off of fucking Punisher douchebags. Well, we we don't know. All we know is that people like to collect superhero shit in this dystopian world. Well, they kind of copied. They kind of copied it. They got the yeah. skull with the fucking teeth. Wolverine is, you know, in his pacifist self, is like, what have you done, Hawkeye? And Hawkeye was like, don't you start with me. I'm pissed off with you as it is. <laughs> is that what he says? Yeah. <laughs> Do it. Do a voice. Okay. Oh, don't you start. I'm pissed off with you as it is. You've taken an oath not to pop your claws. All of a sudden, you're this beautiful pacifist. And Wolverine once again says... I've been telling you this since we left Sacramento! Uh, but I don't think you mean it. What the hell did they do to you, man? And then the next page shows a vision of Wolverine in his God younger self. Damn. Being wrapped up with Omega Red's tentacles and Mr. Sinister behind him choking him out. Sabretooth clawing at his face. So... Something very bad happened 50 years ago. Dude, they're fucking his ass up. Yeah. He doesn't tell Hawkeye what happened to him 50 years ago, but we get the vision. You know what he says? What's that? They broke me, bub. It's so, like, fucking wow, man. Yeah. Wow. 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 Yeah. And they did, from that panel... Wow, dude, that's fucking intense, bro. He right. is literally being fucking mugged by four extremely powerful people at the same exact <laughs> time. But he walked away from it because he is Wolverine, and he said, you know what, fuck that life. Yeah. A couple days pass, and they finally make it to Hammer Falls, Nevada. Wait. Hammer Falls, Nevada. Oh, at first, I thought we were slipping back into Skyrim, and you said Hammerfell. No, we're not going to Ham. So we're not going to Hammerfell. No, this is Hammer Falls. Hammer Falls, which used to be Las Vegas, different universe. Yeah, my dad actually lives in Las Vegas. Oh yeah, yeah. That's he mo- cool. He moved there when I was eight. Oh, oh, not cool. His loss. Yeah, we find out that it looks like shit. Well, yeah, I mean, it's a dystopian Las Vegas. We find out that Magneto actually took over the territory, but he'd been beaten back by the Kingpin. I would like to see that fucking fight. How in the fuck does Kingpin beat Magneto? He doesn't. Well, we don't know. We He doesn't. We <laughs> Well, this is what they're claiming happened, and... uh Hawkeye is explaining to Logan that this is where they come to pray that the superheroes come back. You know, like the old days when they just rise from the dead that with some cool costume. This is like the superhero sanctuary of artifacts. This is a total fucking trip, bro. This whole yeah. shit is a total trip. Right. Oh, I know. But it's not Earth 616. That's the thing. It's a different universe where the villains actually come together and beat the fuck out of the heroes i I would like to see a prequel to old man logan 
to be honest. So we see these little like <laughs> shop or trinket shops. <laughs> Dear God, cut that out. Yes. Okay. But for some reason, I want you to keep in the fact where I say, "Dear God, cut that out." <laughs> so people are like, "What the fuck?" Okay, I can do that. People are selling memorabilia or fake memorabilia from old superheroes past. Motherfuckers. You can buy like a China version of Thor's hammer. Fucking scalpers. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you or scalping son of a bitch. Or you could buy like fake Captain America shield or a Fantastic Four uniform. Bullshit. Not for 1573. <laughs> no. And then the guy's like, yeah. "Oh, give me, uh, give me twelve. Um, I'll throw in the fucking mini Thor figurine." Yeah. And the guy's like, "That's oh, a real fucking Captain America shield." He's a, it's real enough. Yeah. You know, and it's like, no, nah, fuck you. We have a bald man wearing Sentry's uniform right here. Jesus. <laughs> That's what Wolverine said. What? Jesus. <laughs> he is so my spirit animal. He says Jesus because he sees what's laid out in front of him, which is Thor's hammer that is just laying there in the dirt. Just in the middle of the city. Right. And every, Just laying there. Everybody's taking pictures and, and looking at it, but nobody can pick the damn thing up. What's so amazing, some of the stuff that I'm seeing, especially in this comic, that you don't see in the other comics. Look at the war wounds on it. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. you don't... T yeah, a lot of times when you see Thor and his hammer and everything, it's all shiny, it's all perfect and everything. And I know yeah. he beats people's ass with it, but that kind of reflects the extreme violence and, and battle that they went through in this universe. Yeah. You have scratches on it. You have, like, the corners are, like, rounded now. They're not, like, like right there. You know what I mean? Like, as an engineer, yeah. like, that's not as 90 degree angle as you'd like it it's all dented up you know and the handle is just like decrepit yeah and it's not because it's old it's because it was used to fuck until the day it rested where it is now it's not pretty anymore that is for sure we get a little of hawkeye's history here when they're driving through town and they meet up with none other than ultron version eight why the fuck does he have a polo on? <laughs> I dig it, but it's like, why? Oh, man. Dude, and I mean, he's dressed pretty sharp. He's got the blue polo and the fucking khakis on. Yeah. I'm, you know, he's like, hey, welcome to Best Buy. <laughs> Can I help you find something? You know, he's like fucking excited, and it's like, back off, douche. Okay? <laughs> You're not getting your commission today. Just shut the fuck up and leave me alone. I'm here to buy some DVDs. So, well, we don't really sell those anymore. <laughs> you know, it's like, shut the just shut the fuck up. Yeah, that's... Get away from me, you overgrown Roomba. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> You're perfectly describing this Ultron's personality. Because I haven't read any... Per I haven't read any panels, so I have no idea. It. I haven't read any panels. And this is so funny that, like, you know, I make shit up in my head, and then you're like, eh, it's kind of funny you say that because, uh... Okay. You want to? We're going to read these because we get Hawkeye history here. So... Ultron. This is like all Ultron. Yeah. It's the robotic looking texting there. Hawkeye. Thank goodness you're here. It's me. 
Ultron 8. Did you get the message from Tanya? Excuse me? You didn't get the message. Nope, we were just passing through, Ultron. My friend and I are headed for New Babylon, man. We only stop here for a Coke and some fries. God, Coke made it through that long? God, <laughs> fuck Coke. Diabetes in a can. Anyway. <clears throat> Incredible. This truly is the town where miracles happen. Come on, Tanya's over in the garage. <laughs> Logan asks, who's Tanya? Well, Hawkeye says, ex-wife number three, I never tell you about this one. She's Peter Parker's youngest daughter. Really great sense of humor. Oof. Yes, okay, look at Peter Parker's youngest daughter here. Describe Tanya for us, Matt. Wait. <laughs> Come on. It's her. It's her. It's, yes. it's her in the orange. Yes. The <laughs> orange jumpsuit. Peter Parker's daughter. You said you want. <laughs> said you want me to describe her. Sure. <sighs> She's ugly as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and and not too shapely. Well, with it being his third wife. He was probably blind by then. So You're probably right, dude. <laughs> so, so it probably really didn't matter. Because she could probably do things that he enjoyed and he couldn't tell a difference. Right? Yeah. But oh God, she looks like she plays rugby. Um she <laughs> looks like she hasn't missed a cupcake breakfast in six years. She looks like she got punched in the face and somebody kept punching and it just never healed. She looks like she was hit with an ugly stick which makes you ugly and then the person's like fuck it I'm just gonna keep like hitting you and making you uglier. She looks like she was hit with that fucking stinging curse like off fucking Harry Potter when uh Hermione Granger hits Harry Potter with the fucking stinging curse so they don't recognize his uh, his face. And um, somebody just keeps fucking hammering on that fucking stinging curse every time she heals from it. She's like a week later, she's like, oh, I feel better. And they're like, stinging curse, motherfucker. <laughs> she is that ugly. Well, Matt, you know what's even funnier about this? Uh, Nope. She don't talk eye for Ultron. <laughs> A robot. She looks like the chick that needs a robot. She she needs a robot. She needs a robot. And this is not like Daft Punk. Okay, this is like God. I if I was Ultron, I probably would have turned that down. I'd have been like, er, no, I'm not doing that. I'm unattracted to you. I'm actually dating a lithium battery. I'm taken at the moment. <laughs> so we come to find out that Hawkeye and Tanya had a daughter together while they were married. But he was blind. Yeah. Well, where do you see her? I'm not. Okay, I've been called shallow before, and it is what it is. But, people, it's bad. It's bad. 
It's bad. And the message Ultron was referring to was Hawkeye's daughter named Ashley was actually captured by Kingpin. She formed a superhero team to go up and face Kingpin, but she was captured. And that was the message that Ultron was trying to get across. And they just kind of happened to stroll in here, like coincidence much? Yeah, it was precise timing. Right. I think I think Hawkeye had ulterior motives here with Logan, to be honest. Ah. Yes. Ah, I see. I see. They don't say it, but... Well played, Hawkeye. Right. Well played. You know, he's really not that bad. I know he's kind of like a regular dude, and he shoots a crossbow or a compound bow and stuff a lot, but, like, he... He's pretty calculated. I mean, he is a right. tactical-type genius because, I mean, fuck, he was human, and he's still alive in this yeah. dystopian future. Yes, he's still he was alive. one of like, the few that survived. Yeah, right. and, I mean, you can only do that by, one, people feel bad for you for marrying that. <laughs> Two, being blind and people feel bad for you. Three, being a strategical genius. Yes, and Logan is very concerned, like, what have you done, Hawkeye? I'm a pacifist for the hundredth time. And he had to explain that he has a daughter to Logan, and um, they have no choice but to go and save her. And the last page of this, go ahead. So that came out of Mary Jane or somebody? <sighs> Spider-Man's youngest I'm not daughter? Sure. This is, now, this is an alternate universe. <sighs> right. Wait till you see what come out of her. Wham! How you like that one? <laughs> we get a glimpse of Ashley. Yes, um. Yep. <laughs> that is a world of difference. Describe Ashley. Sitting in Kingpin's prison cell. She's a crossbreed. She's half the woman her mother is. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Weight and size. That's right. She's beautiful. Oh, yeah. Wearing that Spider-Man costume. Uh, yeah, dude. And it's like, it. what I like is it's got like the quarter mask around her face, so you can still kind of see her face, but her eyes are like kind of covered. And she's got like the short hair. Um, Yeah. Yeah. She can get it. This she, is Ashley? She can get it. Yeah, that's Ashley. Yes. She can get it. <laughs> and two issues, Matt. What do you think about Old Man Logan so far. There's eight issues here. Eight issues. Yes. First two. First two. There's a lot to digest. Yeah. Maybe this is maybe this is too serious for you. Maybe I popped one on that might be a little bit too much for you. <laughs> no, there's not ne- there's never anything that's like too much. Um it's definitely not necessarily in the wheelhouse, but it is it does have a very dark, serious undertone. The, um, yeah. What I like is that this is a completely different universe than anybody is accustomed to. I mean, God, I really hope that they pursue some of this stuff with the Old Man Logan movies, but it doesn't seem like they can because I think Hugh Jackman's pretty much done with it. Yeah. Um, I know that they can go into some of the stuff that, like, X-23 is doing, but, like... I like it. I do like it. I enjoy it. It's very down to earth. It's pretty realistic. Uh, shows like this future of like 
decrepitness yeah. and uh, disaster that we don't typically get to see because heroes always triumph. But right. here they have not only not triumphed, but evil is running the table. And there's like not just like that the heroes are trying to like rebuild and like you know find ways to like attack them. There aren't heroes left. Right. It's it's amazing. Um, it's it's getting a solid eight in yes. my book, and it it's not even like that. It's in my wheelhouse because it's it's not. But it's great. It's a great story so far. I like the first couple issues. The art is just phenomenal. Yeah. And um, you can't really tell what's going to happen next. Right. Some things need to be put on a silver platter. As we talked about, like Morbius. Yeah. Um, The first couple episodes of Peacemaker. There's like things that need to be put on a silver platter because people don't understand a character. So they're trying to grasp at something that they understand and like... You understand Morbius is a vampire, so, like, they have to, like, make it, like, really fucking, okay, his villain is not going to be, like, Spider-Man or, like, Venom right off the get. It's going to be something, like, really basic. But, like, I feel like this is not necessarily just set on a silver platter. It's like, what the fuck is going on? (laughs) Yes. I dig. I dig. Yes. It starts off very dark. You're right. And it paints this picture that Wolverine just kind of wanted to give up and start a family. But as Wolverine readers know, Wolverine cannot just give up and start a family. (laughs) Something bad always happens. To him. This is 2000, I I believe this is 2008 here. If you go back on Wolverine's history with women... It's not very good. I'll just put it that way. They're typically murdered. Typically, yes. And I don't want to foreshadow anything here, but you can kind of see where this is going, right? (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Okay. At some point in time, he's going to absolutely lose his ever-loving motherfucking shit. That's right. Okay, you can see that. You can see that just by looking at the two. I can right. see that right. he... You can see it coming for a fucking mile. <laughs> two days in a row, he's beat within an inch of his life. Right. And he was already like, oh my God, I am going to put your head on the middle part of my claws and <laughs> detach it from your body and fucking right. eat flesh off your cheek because I am just... I need that. I need it. You know, he's <laughs> he fucking does. It's been so long right. that you see that there's some sort of like incredibly psycho shit that's about to happen. Yeah. Like not to him, but like when he has that breaking point, he's going to have like that. He's done psycho shit when he was already doing a bunch of psycho shit oh. because he's just berserker mode. So like after 50 years of no berserker mode, I would hate to see what he's going to do. I'm uh, going and to. And I won't read ahead or anything. You don't know me. do it. I, I, don't. I'll I just, don't. I will give you a spoiler. Blood, guts, intestines, eyeballs, fucking ears, nose, throat, fucking nuts, asshole. I'll get fucking sliced into fucking oblivion. Well, <laughs> I... I gathered that from the face that he had after that fucking Jamie Madrox character like hit him with the chain a bunch of times. Like he had that look in his eye. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I'm like, oh man, he is so close to breaking right there. Right. 
and it can get worse, you know, like in this world, it can get a lot worse. You know, he has more to like live for that he's lived for for a long time. He That's hasn't right. had a chance to have a sustainable life with ones that he's loved or in his mind, a lot like a lot of us, you know, like when you live a, a decent life or you do things like at work and you try to be like a good person and then it's like people just keep shitting on you. Yes. It's like you try to stay positive, but then sooner or later you're like, you know what? Fuck your feelings. Fuck you. Yeah. Oh, you don't like me? <laughs> I don't fucking like you either now because fuck you. And you just see like because he's had that always happen in such like quick secession that he doesn't even have that build up of like where <laughs> He's like, look, man, I haven't even killed anybody in fucking 50 years. Yeah. Why are you fucking with me? Because I have 50 years of pent-up anger, and I'm trying to zen it away, but I'm not really good at that. So, fuck you. I'm about to I guess I guess this story is pretty predictable. I didn't think about that in the beginning, but it is kind of predictable. <laughs> but it's not, because, like, did I expect... Ashley, does she have her own fucking comic book line? No, n- is no. this the first and only this appearance? First the, appearance? That's right. Is that? That's too bad, isn't it? We'll, we'll get into it, but I honestly m- don't believe she has powers. She just she, wants to be a superhero. She does have powers. Yeah, she has. Yeah, she. They're has physical. That. They're called double D. Well, it's n- <laughs> the way she's drawn. She's extremely attractive, like flat out everything about her. Yeah. Right? Um, Because her mom looks like she probably has double Ds, too, but she also looks like a fucking dump truck. <laughs> so, yeah. And is married to a robot. Well, I, I'm i not even going to go there. Hey, Matt, I think we're done here. Check us out. Facebook. Instagram. Spotify, Apple, with our podcasts, and TikTok. Uh, TikTok. And leave us a review. If you go on Apple, yeah, rate us on Spotify. You can't really leave a review. But leave us a review on, on Apple. And if it's shitty, then fuck it. We also have a number that you can call. That's correct. 419-403-8805. If you would like to complain to us about us, uh, uh, that that would be great. We play it because, you know what, fuck you. Uh, if you have a problem with our show, then don't listen. How about that? Oh yeah. Hey, let's let's keep it semi nice here. What if people? Now listen. If people have a problem with our show, why would I be nice to them? That's yeah. fine. Go ahead and well. have a problem with somebody else's show somewhere else and fuck off. <laughs> That's me being nice. Hey, call us. We will play it on the air. We How will. Is that? I, I no think matter we, what you say, Bart. I think we have another voicemail. <laughs> for real? Yeah. Oh, yeah. shit. I, the phone's been dead for like a week or so because I haven't charged it, but people can still leave the voicemail when right. it's dead. Oh, boy. Hey, hopefully we can get that to our audience next time around. By the way, I'll lick your face. Not you, Thad. Don't get excited. Well. Our listeners, I will lick your face. So there's that. I'm harassing you. Peace out. We out of here.